I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one time service, Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E.com slash ETM. Go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and use code ETM for 20% off. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is oh so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking the end of the year money checklist with Doug Bonaparte. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain.
we've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too, and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance, so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. Doug, it is always a pleasure to have you on uh, the podcast as, as kind of our, our resident CFP expert. For the listeners who uh, don't know about you, can you give a little intro about who you are and, and what you do for a living? Yes, the brag part. I like this part. So my name is Douglas Bonaparte, and I'm New York City's financial advisor for millennials. I'm the CFP board ambassador for New York. I'm the co-author of The Millennial Money Fix, and I'll cap it at those three. Um, essentially, I make a living helping hardworking young professionals, millennials and entrepreneurs, achieve the great things in life. And uh, without a doubt, I love what I do. That is awesome. Yes, we love people who love what they do. So we're on this podcast. We're talking about the end of the year money checklist. And I always find the end of the year, beginning of the year to be a really good time to kind of help people, you know, focus around getting their financial house in order. What do you think makes the end of the year kind of this this time when people really start dialing into their money situation? Yeah, it's one of those like reflection periods, right? And and normally I've written about this. I'm not like a big fan of like the I know this is what the podcast about today, but you know, it's this notion that we, we get to the end of the year and we look back and it's reflective and what do we want to do differently? And the same can be said for the new year's resolution, but that's psychologically why it's happening, right? It makes it, it makes it easy to say, Hey, I'm going to think about what I've done here and what I'd like to change. So I get that, but really, you know, when it comes to addressing your financial life, any time is a good time to do that. Don't, don't wait just because it's the end of the year or the start of something new or something has happened in your life, be proactive. But for the sake of this podcast today, <laughs> here we are and it's time to reflect. Yeah. And I think that's good advice because, you know, even when I've, when I've worked with people in the past, they've said to me like, oh, that's a really good tip or suggestion. You know what? I'm going to wait till the end of the year or the beginning of the year before I think about that. You know, and I think that's, that's a real awakening point for people of, you know what? These are things you can think about and focus on any time of the year. Yeah, that's that's the key here. You know, there's always room for financial self-improvement and and the underlying or underpinning thing is to always be proactive, not just how you're planning, right? Financial planning, how you're planning for your life, but proactive ultimately in the decisions you're making, the financial decisions you're making for your life. I'd really really love that to be kind of, you know, the modality or the, you know, the standard way in which we all operate. That's the mission. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, let's start with something that, you know, a lot of people feel is kind of fluff when it comes to money. And it, I think it's something that's super important. And it's, you know, wrapping your head around goals, really thinking about what you want your life to look like, and then planning around it. How do you go about setting these goals and then finding out, you know, financial solutions to wrap around those? Yeah, I have a great system anyone can put in place. And it, it you know, it was born from uh, being told <laughs> by somebody, hey, you're a financial advisor. If you, if you just ask me what my goals are, I'm going to be so turned off and run the other way. And I, I, <laughs> 
I was like, okay, this person has clearly been asked that uh, a few times by some advisors. We, we have to go further. So let's do that. Let's go further and talk about this system. So naturally, the first one is to identify your goals. Yes, you, you kind of need to know what it is you want to achieve if you have any hope of achieving a goal. So identification, you know, there's no shortage of uh, standard, almost cliche ones, retirement, uh, paying off student loans, starting a family, buying a house, starting a business, all of these things, you know, and but you get to choose what they are. But the second and third ones to the system are, are where we go deeper. The second is to quantify them. We need, we need to be measurable. And two ways to do that, two ways I want you to do that. The first is to do that by time, and the second is by value. So when is it that you want to achieve said goal, and how much is that goal going to cost? And the, the how much is it going to cost can be very simple, or it can be very complex. Simple and like, you know, I need X amount of money in three years, there's the time component, for this house, or I want to pay back my loan. And you can, you can run really rel relatively easy math on that. And some of the long-term goals are a little harder. Like, I wanted to achieve financial independence. Well, bust out your financial calculators or some software to get that one done. But again, it is solvable. And lastly, uh, as part of this system is, and I, I kind of think this is my most, uh, the most important one, which is priority, goal prioritization. And this is the notion that you have limited financial resources, right? Because if you could save for, for all, you know, if you, if you were absolutely wealthy, you could just go do, you know, just go ahead, buy the house, retire, whatever it is. But uh, obviously, uh, we have finite financial Most of us, yeah. yeah. Most of us don't live in that, that, yeah, that world. <laughs> vast majority, we're trying to get there. The vast majority of us um, need to understand, you know, how to allocate our savings and what we can potentially save. So priority lets us know which goals go to the top of the order and which goals might need to be pushed out. Like, and again, I always use this example when my wife Heather got pregnant, all of a sudden buying a home went from like second or third up to number one. And accelerating student loan debt payment, you know, went down in priority. Retirement definitely fell <laughs> down in priority. <laughs> uh, things like that. So, and look, and the last thing I'll say, and we, we can kind of move on from this goal system, is when, when you are setting your goals and, and doing this system, I want you to kind of put your blinders on. These, this is you. No one can tell you, you know, what you should be accomplishing and what's right for you. Um, I can't tell you how many people, how many times people have said, I, "I can't believe, you know, you bought a house with this much in student loan debt, or you didn't max out your your 401k." I'm like, you know, that's none of your business. It's, it, not just it's none of your business, but I didn't know this was your life. You know, like it's. Right. It's my life, and I made these decisions, and I did it in a in an informed way. So there's that that critical component. So there's your goal system. Get this like in place ASAP. End of year, great time to do it. Get your get your direction in life, you know, and and a financial direction at that. Yeah, and that's like real. I think honest advice, which is awesome, is that you know. You might not hit all of these goals in the particular time that you want to, and that's all right. Life happens and things change, and you know we don't always have to play. You know there aren't. You know I always tell people there aren't ten steps to something, and you have to check off all ten steps, or you're not successful. You know it just it just doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. Just recognize the subjectivity um, that is incorporated here, and and the self honesty you need to have. And you know maybe we'll talk about it throughout this this conversation today. But the patience, you know, discipline and patience have to come together here to really allow yourself to execute on uh, achieving your goals. So, you know, it, look at that. We just went from, you know, well, what are your goals to like a full-fledged system of analyzing this stuff? And this is not 
this is not a 10, you know, 15 minute exercise, you know, obviously get it done sooner than later, but this is heavy thinking, you know, take, go to your happy place, go do, you know, go do your meditation and, and reflect upon thyself and what it is you want, you know, or don't and try not to complain because no one's going to listen. Of vitamins. Okay, listen, like many of you out there, I love Notion, our sponsor today. And I honestly use it every day for my notes and journaling. I also track our family expenses and I manage all of our household to-dos. Notion has been such a lifesaver in helping me get a lot more organized because that's not one of my strengths without stressing me out. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is the AI-powered workspace that can summarize things like meeting notes and automatically generate action items and help you get answers to questions in seconds. It will honestly blow your mind. Notion is for everyone, whether you're a Fortune 500 company, you're a freelancer, you're starting a startup, or you're a student juggling classes and clubs, or you're somebody like myself that just really wants to get organized. Try Notion for free when you go to Notion.com slash ETM. That's all lowercase letters, Notion.com slash ETM, and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you are supporting our show, Notion.com slash ETM. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talking money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited, and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. 
And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy, workout-friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com etm for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash etm. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. The end of the year is also a good time to really start thinking about, you know, employer benefit elections and and some of those last minute retirement plan decisions that you can make. Talk a little bit about those types of decisions. Absolutely. So, you know, here we are and and it's uh, really tied to the tax planning concept. Obviously, you know, the, the well, a lot of the benefits you may elect are, are going to help you from a cash flow standpoint and, and protection standpoint from the insurances and whatnot. But a lot of times this is a great opportunity opportunity to do some uh, year-end or year-beginning tax preparation. For example, you know, and of course, consult your tax advisor, all that good stuff. But, um, you know, whether it's putting money in flex accounts, um, whether it's topping off your 401k, because you can afford to do that, and, and that money goes in uh, tax-deferred, and, and if, you're, if you're making pre-tax contributions, you can save some money on taxes there. You know, you don't want to get this wrong, because you go into the next year, and if you did, uh, or you went about this 
we went about planning this incorrectly, you're going to leave money on the table in the form of tax savings, or worse yet, you, you did not elect a benefit that you need, specifically around the insurance side of things. So it is very important to pay particular attention, not only for the sake of your wallet, but for the sake of protecting yourself and those that uh, mean the most to you. And what about those listeners that are self-employed, kind of running their own side hustle, if you will? What about retirement yeah. planning, kind of end-of-year planning for yeah, those that types of Yeah, that window is closing uh, uh, you know, more quickly than ever right now. If you're interested in setting up uh, specifically individual 401ks for your business, um, you have till the end of the year to do that. Um, and furthermore, you have the end of the year to get your employee contributions into that plan. So you know, with holidays always coming up late November into December... Um, you know, I would tell you to get going right now on that. If you're doing SEP IRAs, you have more time on your side in that um, you usually have till tax filing, even if extension. So that could go technically as far out as October uh, 15th. But it's really for those 401k employee contributions that um, you need to have your eyes open on here as, as the year is coming to an end. I'm trying to think if there's other more time-sensitive ones for the, the self-employed person. Um, obviously, enrolling in a public option when those windows open, um, you know, so that's an insurance standpoint. But yeah, um, maybe maybe we can put on the site, you know, the the key dates. Sorry to just create some work there for you, but uh, <laughs> you know, not key a dates problem. For, you know, things to do before the year's out that you won't get to do um, for the self for the self-employed persons. Yeah, you know, and I've had a lot of questions about the difference between an FSA account and an HSA. Can you explain for us so that we can actually understand the difference between those two? Typically are going to be linked to uh, a different benefit. So let's, let's do the HSA, a healthcare savings account. Um, typically associated with these high deductible, um, uh, you know, healthcare um, plans where you have the opportunity to uh, defer a good chunk of your earnings, your, your pay, into a pre-tax account to pay for just that, you know, to pay for the deductible and the um, type of uh, qualified medical expenses you, you, you come across. And you can put more money in these HSAs. You know, money you put in there, again, uh, is money you don't have to pay tax on when it comes to paying for uh, cost of healthcare, including, you know, the, the deductible that you have to work on before co-insurance kicks in. And, you know, we can always break down these terms for you more too. Um, the FSA has a couple flavors here. You have a flexible savings account where if your employer is uh, offering not just um, healthcare benefits, but some other you know fringe benefits, whether it be transportation. Um, the, these are ways to also defer parts of your your income, your salary, um, typically at a lower limit than the HSA. But again, you can put money in there to help pay for costs associated um, with your care, with your health, as well as things like uh, transportation. So um, yeah, these are great ways in, in respective capacities to save on the tax bill for things that you would be spending anyways. Um, I would point out one thing, though. Um, it right. does require you to have a pretty good understanding of what these expenses are going to look like in the, the following year. Because what you don't want to do is, uh, you know, overload them or underfund them. Um, 
it basically could backfire on you a little bit. Like if you underfunded it, you're going to wish that you um, had put more in and saved money on taxes. Like you, you got your estimate wrong. And if you overfund them, um, I believe that HSAs, it's fine to uh, go year, you roll over from year to year. But the FSA yes, roll is, over. you know, kind of the more cushier one because it's a signal that you might have better health insurance. Um, uh, you do take a little bit of risk with the FSA. Um, it's probably better to underfund than overfund. <laughs> Move on. I love this because it, it, it forces you to really look at your expenses. And you and I, you know, Sean, are big, big fans of mastering cash flow and, and understand, you know, reconciling your, your budget against your cash flow and knowing what you're spending and how you're spending and changing behaviors relating to it. And this is a great way to kind of like look back over the year and like, okay, well, what did I spend on healthcare this year and figure out, well, you know, next year, am I going to have more or less uh, expenses? It's a great way to get that estimate right. Yeah. So moving on to a topic that kind of has a lot of people's ears tuned in right now, we're talking about tax planning and end of the year is a good time to think about that. And there's a whole lot of tax reform going on right now. And I don't think anybody really knows what to think oh, of yeah. it. Uh, you know, they're hearing all sorts of different things out there. And, and we don't actually know what's going to happen at the end of the day. Sometimes we're, we're really kind of limited in what we can do. I know, you know, as I serve a, you know, a high tax, you know, New York City and, and surrounding, you know, market where all the time I have high earning, you know, individuals that are living in Manhattan and they're W-2 employees and they're like, what can I do to save on taxes? And I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of like a sad trombone, you know, like not, not much. much. <laughs> and uh, really, you know, don't, so I'd say the following, you know, if you're, if you can afford to, you know, obviously giving to charity could result in some tax savings through deductions. You know, don't, don't have children and give to charity simply because, um, you want a tax deduction. I don't think it works like that. You know, it's always good to be informed about, you know, taxes from the standpoint of, look, you have a baseline understanding. If you don't have the time in your life to really dive into it or do it yourself, that's what tax professionals are for. But, uh, you know, circling back to the benefits, the, there's opportunities there. There's opportunities when it comes to employer-sponsored plans that you have. And again, it comes down to affordability. I love how I can always talk about something here and, and connect it back to like the, the fundamental principle, like goal priority, right? Like you're not going to top off your 401k, Absolutely. you know, by two grand at the end of the year when your number one priority is saving cash for a down payment, right? So like this is this is why I like going through like the, the more complex ones because we can always circle back around and find our basis for making an informed decision around that. But anyways, back to taxes. Those those are the things I, I look for um, at the end of the year. Um, they're limited. Don't don't stress about what's coming down the pipe. If anything does from a tax reform standpoint, I, I already wrote about that and how nobody really knows anything. So don't get too excited. Don't get too bummed. Uh, you, you, you go with what they go with the information you have. Yeah, that that's awesome. So there's obviously a lot of things that you can be thinking about at the end of the year. But these are again, things that you should be thinking about all throughout the year, you know, these are all good, uh, you know, different money strategies and tips and, and ideas to think about. Um, and because it is the end of the year, and we're thinking about Christmas gifts, Hanukkah gifts, so gifts. you know, office party gifts, whatever it may be. Uh, I do know, I do know a good read that people can pick up the uh, millennial money fix. 
Yeah, so you can pick this book up, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble. You can go over to TheMillennialMoneyFix.com. So if you're into personal finance, if you're if you're a millennial, if you're not a millennial, if, if you just want to have you know, a fun, good, humorous read that will literally equip you with all the lessons in personal finance that you should have learned but didn't, boy, do we have the book for you. So, uh, yeah, check it out. And, you know, Sean, if there's anything you want to talk about specifically about that, I'm, I'm game, but no, no pun intended. Edit all that out. Not good. No, no just kidding. Um, we, we're really happy to write it and hopefully impact some people through through it. I'm sure you can see why I love having Doug on the podcast. Coming up in the next year, we're going to focus more on having Doug on the podcast more regularly. He and I are going to bat around a different financial topic or question, and hopefully it will be entertaining. Um, but at the very least, uh, obviously educational, and you'll kind of get two different uh, perspectives. We like to say the East Coast versus the West Coast, but it's all love with Doug and I. And so uh, hopefully that'll be something for you to look forward to. But yeah, again, end of the year money checklist. You know, a lot of the things that we talked about on this episode are things that you can do any time of the year. It doesn't have to be the end of the year, but the end of the year, beginning of the year, it's a great time to think about getting your financial house in order and really focusing in on those goals that you want to achieve, right? That those are going to help direct your financial plan, direct the different decisions that you're going to make so that it's right for you because it doesn't have to be right for anybody else but yourself. You can find Doug at bonafidewealth.com. I'll have a link in the show notes where you can head on over and follow him on social media and check out what he's up to. He is all over the place in the media. He writes some amazing articles. And so it's definitely worth following him and, uh, you know, seeing uh, if you can learn a little bit from his, from his expertise. He has an com- amazing wealth of expertise. As always, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Shauna Game. And if you love this podcast, do me a favor, share it with your friends, shout it out on social media, head on over to the link in the show notes and leave us a review.